0: You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information.
1: On this episode of the Motor City Hypnotist Podcast, we're going to talk about nutrition and mental health, and I have a very special guest to help us along with that. And also, as usual, stay tuned, because I'm going to be giving the listeners a free hypnosis guide. We'll be right there.
0: Mmm, Welcome, the Motor City Hypnotist, David R. Wright.
1: What is going on, people? It is David Wright, the Motor City Hypnotist, and we're back with another episode of the Motor City Hypnotist podcast. Woo! We're here in the podcast Detroit Northville studios. Hey, you know what? You know, I haven't seen you in like a
0: week. Yeah, it's been a week. It feels like a lot longer than that. Does it? Kind of does. Yeah. Kind of does. Maybe I should
1: come in more often. I would love that. (laughs) (laughs) I'll just come in all the time. Ah, okay. (laughs) That's not
2: how it works.
1: (laughs) Well, it could. It might. (laughs) So those of you watching live on Facebook, thanks for jumping in. Um, Leave a comment. I'll see it. I'll give you a shout out and, uh, you know, maybe throw an insult at you or two. But that's cool. Hey, that means we love you.
0: (laughs) You got to be known for something. (laughs) So, yeah,
1: check in if you're on Facebook Live. Those of you listening to the audio later, thanks for tuning in. So, let me tell you where you can find me. My website is motorcityhypnotist.com. On my website, you'll find my podcast page along with my shop and just all kinds of other good stuff. I I think I mentioned a couple episodes ago that we are in the process of revamping that. I'm going to say that's going to be live within a week. So, I have all the same stuff, but a new look and feel. I'm let's looking say. forward to seeing it. Yeah. It, 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 it looks nice. I'll say that. Great. And I just just for disclaimer, I didn't do it myself because I didn't want to get I don't have that skill set. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Give yourself some credit. I
1: I could do, do minor changes, but a, but a design from top to bottom, no way. I'm, I'm not going to tackle that one. Fair enough. Fair enough. So yeah, check out the website um and my store. Uh you can find me on social media, Facebook and YouTube, Motor City Hypnotist. Twitter and Instagram are both Motor City Hypno. Yep. And if you'd like to contribute financially to the show, kind of help me out, help the show out, help us keep giving you good content. I do have an account on Patreon, which is a creator site. And you can just give a very small donation uh, per month and get cool stuff like this coffee mug. It'll cost, you, up. it'll cost you a buck. Yeah, it's it's not even. I, not I even. It's, it's not. It, it might be a couple bucks. Yeah. I, and honestly, I I don't want to say because I don't remember. But fair. But take a look there. Um, and I don't have my my T-shirt on today, but uh, you can have a T-shirt that looks just like that. Oh uh, you're, still, staying that the, you're still on it.
0: You're still supporting the Wayne State. So I
1: I am. I'm supporting my alma mater. There you go. Yep. My <laughs> my, my graduate school alma mater. Very good. Yeah. And and by the way, my son is attending Wayne State, so he's ah,
0: second generation following
1: in my footsteps. Yep. Fantastic. So. Well, he's attending from home. Oh, well. He hasn't been on campus yet, unfortunately. <laughs> but hey, well, with you. whatever. <laughs> and as usual, uh, my free, free hypnosis guide is available. That link will be in the show notes, along with some of the other free stuff that we've started giving along the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, we still have the um, the free hypnosis for confidence download. I also have a link if you want to join my private Facebook group, Empower Your Mind for Success. Hmm. Um, that's just a group where where I, I share um, just tips and tricks and information and in, inspirational type things. A um, lot of the uh, uh, podcast stuff goes in there, mm-hmm. uh, especially on things that will be helpful to people. Um, and I know that we talked a, a few episodes back about procrastination and that link to the book, The End of Procrastination, How to Stop Postponing and Live a Fulfilled Life, that link is still available. Oh, and again, so,
0: you, so you finally got around to mentioning that. Okay. I did.
1: Yeah, I, right, I didn't good. I didn't put that off. Good. Yes. <laughs> and just as a as a uh, disclaimer, that, that is an affiliate link, and I just want to make that clear. Uh, it doesn't affect your price, but I do get a little bit from that. Excellent. Awesome. So, this episode of the Motor City Hypnotist podcast is brought to you by Banner Season. Online marketing is saturated, and people rarely open their emails. Are you in sales, or does your business market to customers? How do you connect with family, friends, and clients? Banner Season takes your marketing into the real world by delivering kindness and thoughtfulness directly to your clients physically. Imagine the excitement of your family, friends, and customers as they receive personalized cards, gifts, in their mailboxes. Go to BannerSeason.com forward slash fantastic and begin today to express kindness and make connections with others. Again, that's BannerSeason.com forward slash fantastic. And again, another disclaimer, I am an affiliate for them as well. But it's a great service, especially if you don't want to remember dates and you just want to have things done automatically. Fantastic service. Excellent. Thus, the link says fantastic. There we go. There you go. It is time for our winner of the week. All right. That's how winning is done. All right. So th- this is a mystery. Is this it? this winner of the week is a it's a mystery. Let's say. Okay. So in Idaho, there's a Secret Santa that is giving out money and gifts to people, but they don't know who it is. It's not me. No, it's <laughs> not. It's not anybody from here. Well, I could be somebody from here. Who knows? <laughs> so let me read you, read read the story. It's moments like these. Sorry, typo. It's moments like these that make the holiday season so special. Uh, A blind man is surprised with thousands of dollars in gift cards, and a teacher is given a new car at her school. A secret Santa has been giving out gifts to people in the East Idaho community for the last six years. Nate Eaton, news director of East Idaho News, has been covering the mysterious donor for years. This year, more than $500,000 will be given to area families in forms of gifts, gift cards, cash, uh, and in in a couple cases, cars. Hey, Dave. Yeah. You want to move to Idaho? I I was going to say, i got to find this town (laughs) and then just stand around waiting. Right. (laughs) So the news reporter has been following this so that the news reporter is actually the deliverer. So so he's like, this guy's like like just hidden somewhere oh my in an anonymous cave. And he directs the news reporter who to give these things to the news guy delivers it. But the news reporter has no idea. The news reporter knows. Oh, okay. The news reporter knows, but no one else does. Fair enough. And in the interview with the news reporter, I'll put, the link will be in the show notes. Yeah. It's, a, it's a cool story. <laughs> the link will be in the show notes the, the reporter said the donor said he wants to remain anonymous and probably will be till he dies. Wow.
0: That's fantastic.
1: That So whoever you are, your secret Santa, our anonymous secret Santa. Yeah. That's why he's a winner of the week. Fantastic. Yeah. That's how winning is done. Yes, sir. Excellent. That's how it's done. So back to it. So we are talking today about nutrition and mental health. And with me, I have a special guest. Uh, My guest today has been researching and teaching nutrition for 15 years. She specializes in nutrition for cancer recovery and prevention. This mom of four is passionate about teaching others the power of whole food nutrition and its role in disease prevention. Her aim is to motivate and empower individuals to make healthy choices through the understanding of how food affects the physical body, emotions, and mental health. My guest teaches several college-level courses, including the Certified Holistic Cancer Practitioner Program at the prestigious Edison Institute of Nutrition, and internationally recognized nutrition college. My guest is a highly regarded and sought-out speaker on nutrition and its role in disease prevention. She is a say-as-it-is presenter who breaks down topics into usable information that participants can go home with. Her desire to make a change in a world of preventable illness and ensures her audiences stays engaged and eager to learn more. Wow. My guest was nominated and awarded Best Nutritionist 2018 by National Nutrition and again was the recipient of the Best Nutritionist 2019, receiving the National Award in Canada. Welcome to my special guest, Alyssa Harriman.
0: Thanks, Alyssa. Thank
1: yeah, I was that's quite an intro, huh? It's always so awkward. <laughs> yeah. Is it is it weird to like just listen about yourself when somebody else reads it?
2: It is. It is. I normally travel and in, normally inside of COVID, travel right. and speak across Canada. And it's that weird awkwardness, no matter how many times I'm at the front of the room <laughs> while someone reads it. And it's like, okay. Yeah, <laughs> I know
1: I, <laughs> even listening to my own, my own intro sometimes. I'm like, wait, who is who is this? Who are they talking about? <laughs> Yeah, I, I actually get friends to write my bios for me. <laughs> well, that's awesome. So, well, yeah, because you get it like an outside perspective. That's it. Well, They're and I know we've it. talked a lot about just perspective on ourselves and our own abilities and things like that. So, yeah, I get it. Yeah.
2: Yeah, absolutely.
1: So so uh, do, you, do you actually get trophies with the awards?
2: I do. Yeah, I got some behind me. Hang on. What way do I go? <laughs> <just you.
1: laughs> oh, there they are. Yes. <laughs> So it's like your, your your Oscars or your Emmys. I'd like As to the nutrition
2: world. That's <laughs>
1: that's fantastic.
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, I've been teaching a long time, and I, I do teach at the nutrition college, and
1: mm-hmm.
2: I'm just a big believer that you know educated people make educated decisions. So I, I, I've just been on this mission for my career. I actually started in healthcare, and uh, thought I wanted to be a nurse. And then when oh. I was going through that education process and working through it. Um, I just realized I I was dealing nothing but I shouldn't say nothing but but with a lot of preventable disease, you know, people who had lost total quality of life to heart attacks or strokes Mm or mismanaged diabetes or inflammatory conditions. And that's I end up dropping out and uh, pursuing a career in nutrition so that I could actually teach people to prevent these
1: diseases that, that's fantastic and and even though you' were, you were going towards health anyway so I'm assuming that that you're I mean you're, the whole underlying goal was to help people but you found something yes. more more specialized or more focused that could do that
2: yeah it, it, it's you know um, what the job I was doing while I was going through you know my education back then was working with people who had physical disabilities. And that was kind of my, my placement. So I just saw the consequences, you know, life robbing consequences mm-hmm. that these individuals are dealing with. And I thought, wow, like when I would have conversations with them, be like, did nobody ever tell you what you shouldn't, shouldn't be eating? And ah. that conversation, like they, they would just look at me like, well, what difference does that make?
1: <laughs> well it's It's interesting, you say it like that. do you do you believe, and this is a general generality, but do you think most people kind of know they shouldn't be eating certain things, but they do anyway?
2: I think there's so much information out there to weed through that it's incredible. It's overwhelming for me, and I'm an expert. Like, right I've spent my entire career doing this. and, you know, most of us don't, or most, you know, general people that I work with, you know, don't go and look for scientific literature or studies to kind of back up a claim that they'll see someone's results, hear a testimonial. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of misinformation out there because it's a huge industry. There's, there's a lot of sales that can happen of products and programs and books and you know, so it 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 can be very there's a lot of misinformation, and a lot of misleading stuff. So I think that a lot of people are just really confused. Yeah,
1: um. yeah that would make sense because you're right. I, I I mean, just the amount of um it, it, and we'll go into this to to kind of start off, but the, the amount of pro programs or or mm-hmm. diets out there mm-hmm. are people just I, I, I mean I, I know I, I know people personally who've tried 10, 20, 30 different diets, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. And how do you know what's good or what is, is the right thing for you? Especially everybody's an individual with their own metabolism, their own issues. So how do you pick? So, so as far as diets go, tell me, and, and yeah. I always hate to say that word because I don't even like the word of it because I, and, and let me know what you what you think about this, but, mm-hmm. but I, mm-hmm. I always feel like diet, the, the term insinuates that you're going to start something and stop something. That's right. So so it, it's never something that you, it, because when you say diet, you've already given yourself an out because you know, at some point that diet will end.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But well, that's I just my thought.
2: It, it, it's true. And, you know, the, as a nutritionist, the bulk of my career was spent helping people undo the damage to their metabolism from following diets and restrictive programs. And eventually, if you do enough of them, they stop working. And then that's yeah. when you'll start to go, okay, I need to figure this out. So it's really about helping people understand how important lifestyle is. And, and that's always been kind of the angle that I've taught, like your lifestyle can support a body that's healthy and resilient to disease, like preventable disease, mm-hmm. or your lifestyle is going to be conducive to the development and growth of disease and helping people have that understanding. And I'm, I'm very outspoken against restrictive diets and programs, you know, whenever we're cutting calories, cutting fats, cutting carbohydrates, whatever it is we're cutting out, it's not focusing on improving the quality of the nutrition we're putting in our body. Mm. We're focusing on restrictions. And one of the, the challenges with restrictions is the body will burn itself as fuel. But in a lot of cases, protein is a much faster source of fuel, and fatty tissue. So most people end up with disrupted body composition where, you know, they've now impacted their metabolism, your muscle is what burns calories Mm. when you're at rest at night. And you've done this over and over again. And now you know, you're you're in and there was no focus on improving, you know, the nutrition that went in. Uh, and, And then we end up with these these fatigued, exhausted, Um, malnourished bodies, Mm -hmm. and then we have to go and, you know, undo all of that with a health practitioner who's going to help us guide our way back. So it's really like if you're looking for a program, is it focusing on improving the quality of nutrition? Is it focusing on eliminating processed foods, you know, eliminating refined sugars? And is a minimum of 80% of your calories coming from unprocessed whole foods. That's essentially what I teach. And we know that in the disease world, cardiovascular disease, Mm -hmm. some cancers, autoimmune conditions, diabetes, we know that individuals who focus their calories on highly nutritious whole foods, unprocessed foods, have a significantly lower risk. And there's quite a bit of scientific evidence that, that actually backs that up. There's been documentaries and books, and that's really what we want to focus on: is doing things that promote overall health.
1: And 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 I would dare to say, at least when I come across clients that are looking, say, they want to lose weight. That's their goal. Mm-hmm. They look at the mm-hmm. numbers. They but but how they get there is less important than what they're trying to do. Does that make sense?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And mindset has, plays a huge role in the foods that we choose. Uh-huh. As well. I see a lot of like, oh, I, 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 you know, sabotaging behaviors. Uh-huh. Right? I, I messed up. So I'll start again next month or next week. Or it's yeah. Like, right. No.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I messed up and had mm, Yeah, you, know, right. you mess up and eat <laughs> two or three hamburgers and you think, well, why don't I, why don't I have two more? Uh, may, I, may I ask a question? Yes, you may. Um,
0: yeah, when it comes to dieting and such, a lot of folks are gravitating towards keto and ketosis and what have you. Um, folks that may have been uh, diagnosed with celiac disease. Is that something mm-hmm. that that is some, that, that can be helped through nutrition? Uh, so maybe they don't have to do ketosis or maybe there's something mm-hmm. contributing to that celiac disease. Is that something you help folks with as well?
2: Oh, for sure. So celiac disease is actually like an allergy or an intolerance to gluten, which is just a protein in some grains. And it's it's very difficult for most of us to break it down, especially if we eat too much. And that's like our bread products, right? Oh. Uh, in North America, we like our bread. Oh, yes, we do. And it causes celiac disease is the point where the damage caused by eating those foods has now produce the disease state. So there's some significant damage. Hmm. So you don't need to follow a keto diet to, to heal that or, or to support your body's natural ability to heal and repair that What you actually need to do is stop eating the food that's aggravating it in the first place, which is the gluten containing grains, right? With keto, it's a very restrictive program. So I do teach here in Canada, I teach a cancer program at a nutrition college. And, you know, one of the the therapies that we talk about or train on is the ketogenic diet, but the ketogenic diet for brain tumors and seizure disorders is not the same as this keto program that you're seeing, you know, general public follow, right? And, And the problem with ketosis is it's actually a backup plan for the body in times of famine, so it's very hard on our filtering organs, um, it can make our body a little bit more acidic, which tends to be the type of environment that like cancers like mm-hmm. um, it doesn't focus on eating nutrient dense, high antioxidant foods and fact, you know, depending on the level of uh, keto diet you're following, you might actually be reducing those foods. And those are the most disease protective foods we can eat is is our fruits and our vegetables and foods from the plant kingdom. Mm
0: -hmm. So
2: I really strongly discourage people from following that program. If you were had a seizure disorder or a brain tumor that was unresponsive to medical treatment, then we would use very specific formulas, including your weekly weight, your height, and we would be uh, creating ratios that you would follow that truly put your body into ketosis, um, more for clinical, like medical reasons, to help your body be in a position to be more receptive to treatments or to reduce the side effects from seizures. But that's the only time in my practice I use it. Hmm. Wow. Okay. Thank
1: you. So, so Welcome. based on that, so, so so when most people have a program or a diet, it's it, and it's out there. I mean, we know you can look online, and there's hundreds. Yes. But but none of it's ever personalized to the person. They they don't know mm-hmm. what their height and weight and their medical conditions or anything that's going on. That's so right. that's, that's like saying, um, well, it's like going to WebMD and just finding your own, you know, mm-hmm. looking for your own diagnosis. And maybe it'll be right. Right. You know, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> and then you can.
2: <laughs> I'm very important. Uh, I have many leather bound books. And my
0: apartment smells of rich mahogany. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so so as far as programs go, I'm assuming that you would recommend that people don't just go out there and, and try to do it on their own, unless they know or unless they have some knowledge about what, what they're doing.
2: It, it, there, there's some really great um, education information out there, but always look at you know, is this lifestyle focused? Is this focusing on me eating more of the right foods and eliminating the wrong foods, as opposed to is it making me count calories, carbs, fats, that sort of thing? You know, when when we eat natural unprocessed foods, it doesn't really matter how much we eat, like my clients don't count calories, or carbs or fats mm-hmm. or anything. It they focus on eliminating processed foods, refined sugars, you know, uh, if they're drinking a lot of caffeine, we will help reduce that because that can be problematic. If they're drinking too much alcohol, I, I live in Canada, everybody likes alcohol up here. It's how we stay warm.
1: Well, since you said it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, so we, we look at where are the unhealthy habits showing up and then we focus on, you know, how can we incorporate more of the, the foods that provide the nutrients? Like when we eat enough fruits, vegetables, vegetables, nuts, seeds, whole grains, and legumes, we actually get all of the vitamins and minerals and protein and carbohydrates and fats and everything that our body needs for health. It's actually found in the food that the earth has provided for us. And as for a customized approach, you know, if you're navigating a a diagnosis, um, you know, nutritionists, we don't diagnose, you got to go to your doctor for Mm. that. But if you're navigating a diagnosis we can give you a much more customized approach we can look at what habits are problematic help you create some some strategy and action steps to help you know get out of those bad habits because sometimes our habits are programming that we received from childhood Mm
1: -hmm. my grandparents still have dessert after dinner oh oh yeah (laughs) yeah I, i mean that and think about it even even now the if kids are good they get a treat. It's typically candy yes. or or you know yeah. something like that. That's 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 embedded into our, our DNA in a way.
2: Absolutely. And and, and it just feeds unhealthy habits mm-hmm. that, that reward. And then there's also, you know, especially for people who have a history of long term dieting, there's that kind of that shame storm that can mm-hmm. show up when We're not making good choices or we misbehaved, and then that self talk shows up, and then that just kind of you know snowballs into something else. And that's where working with somebody who can, you know, whether a mental health professional or a health practitioner who's got good experience, that's where those people become your support system and help you just create new thoughts and new habits and you know keep you out of that shame storm because you know, for most people. We need support to do anything well.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Right. Yeah. And you're not going to find one person for all things. You need different people, whether it's community books, videos, practitioners, to really create that that healthy lifestyle that we're looking for.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And 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 using all those tools to help you get to where you want to be. And and I think I I think the great point is is just knowing I because I th- cause I think people know in general, yeah, I need to eat more healthy or yeah, I need to eat less. Uh, whatever it is. I I need mm-hmm. I need to not sit and eat a gallon of ice cream at night. That's probably not a good thing. <laughs> you know. But some people do that because because it, it gives them it's and, and we go back to the whole mental health thing. Mm-hmm. It's it's it gives them comfort in some way. Or mm-hmm. or maybe like you said, that they're they're for, they're they're shaming themselves in some way, and this is how they cope with it. So so it's food is connected to emotions all the time.
2: Well, and and you know, with most things if you want to change it. Like you can very easily change, you know, if you want to start exercising, you can get a membership at a gym and hopefully go. Mm -hmm. If you want to stop drinking alcohol, you just stop bringing alcohol into your home, but we all have to eat. So challenges with food is difficult because we have our, what we perceive as comfort foods. We have our habitual pattern like programs that Mm -hmm. developed early on as children And then we have this self-talk that shows up with our food, you know, through the teenage years and adulthood. So there's a lot that goes into, um, you know, nutrition. But really, at the end of the day, your body has a basic requirement for a fairly large spectrum of nutrients to be obtained by your diet every day, because a lot of nutrients are not stored. So we can become deficient in them very quickly if we don't eat enough of the right foods Mm -hmm. often enough. And then, you know, when we don't eat enough of these foods, we end up deficient. And then we end up with symptoms of deficiencies, which, you know, common symptoms are fatigue, restlessness, Mm -hmm. not sleeping well, digestive disorders, it can aggravate mental health conditions, because our brain needs such a large variety of nutrients. And it's just really, really important to be focusing on eating quality nutrition and, and getting support if you need it to do that. And there's some good, like one of my favorite documentaries is the Forks Over
1: Knives documentary. Oh, Yep, I saw it. In fact, I, I saw that was one of the first, I guess, I, I would call a vegetarian documentary that mm-hmm. I watched, but mm-hmm. but it was very insightful. And again, I always try to, and and not, not downing it in any way, but I always want to be careful and think, okay, I know this is coming from a pro-vegetarian viewpoint. But the points they brought up were very valid. In fact, since then, um, uh, and I think because uh, Matt, both, uh, both he and my wife have immune, immuno, uh, compromised, uh, conditions. Autoimmune conditions. Yeah, autoimmune issues. My wife has psoriatic arthritis, mm-hmm. which is an inflammation issue mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and we we looked at going more vegetarian quote-unquote for a while and but it's like anything else unless you make it a habit it's not going to stick unless you just commit to it and say this is what we're doing right, right. now that's why i asked the question about the ketosis right, uh, for, right. For,
0: for my wife because you know, mm-hmm. that's something she would like to try and she talked to her doctor about it and he was supportive of the idea mm-hmm. just based mm-hmm. on what her autoimmune is so
2: and, and i think you know that that's it, you really want to navigate that with somebody who's an expert in that field, right? Like, we are, what would we do without our doctors? Like, so I have four children, if we got a problem. First, <laughs> we just call our doctor, right? right? So I think it's just most of them have little bits of information, whereas, you know, a naturopathic doctor or, a, you know, a registered nutritionist are going to have just a little bit more of an understanding of the therapeutic effects of nutrition. And I don't talk about eating plants as like, you only should eat plants. Like I'm not a hundred percent vegetarian at home either. Mm-hmm. Right. The problem is, especially in Canada and the United States is we eat a lot of, of a lot of meat, a lot of bread products, a lot of processed foods, and the amount of calories that we're getting in from unprocessed whole foods is so much smaller than it should be. Like most health or cancer organizations, like across the board between Canada and the U.S., recommend consuming anywhere between 7 and
1: 13 servings of fruits and vegetables a day.
0: Wow. I don't
1: make think deal. about how, how many you yeah. had today. Well, I was going to say, how, does, does, how much does one apple count for?
2: Counts <laughs> one. So a handful <laughs> is a serving, right? Yeah. But this is, think of how far, I think here in Canada, and it's been a while since I've looked up the statistics, but I think we're serving and a half, two serving a day. Average people, right? Lots of meat. We love our meat. Mm-hmm. Our bread, our yep. milk. Yep. Um, and you know, a lot of this has just been passed on, uh, but we're just not eating enough of the foods that provide the nutrients and our top two causes of death in Canada are the same as you guys. Mm-hmm. We're a little bit different, but it's cancer and cardiovascular disease, yeah. Yeah. right? And you yeah. guys, I think are cardiovascular disease and cancer, Absolutely. Second, yeah. right? Well, cardiovascular disease, in my opinion, based on what I know as of right now is very, very preventable.
1: Mm-hmm. It's yeah. a
2: the disease that shows up based on the lifestyle that we're living right and most cancers are not genetic which means they're environmental lifestyle related yeah and again you know diet plays a big role there's other things stress management your Mm. environment you know but diet really is very important and we're not going to find a quick fix. What we need is to teach people what a healthy lifestyle looks like. And Mm -hmm. that's why I love the documentary Forks Over Knives because for so many people, they watch that and they're, it's just so eye-opening. And that's based on science that that documentary was based on a very large scientific nutritional study.
1: Yes.
0: Actually your, your, our good friend, Alan checked in and he said, Hey, listening to the show while cooking dinner, which happens
1: to be tacos.
0: Awkward. <laughs> hey, <laughs> you
1: know what? Oh, Alan checks in every week. Hey, Alan. Oh, like this in the background. What the fuck is it with you? <laughs> <laughs> You're making tacos. That's what it is. Thanks for checking so in, in, Alan. We appreciate fridge, it.
2: Grab some tomatoes, some pepper, Some yeah,
1: lettuce.
0: Yeah. Yeah, some lettuce. Just fill, fill with it with
1: veggies, Alan. There you go. Just <laughs> add some. Add, yeah. At all points, add fruits Just and add, vegetables. Add something onto it. <laughs> So Lissa, we're gonna um we're gonna be back next episode and continue our discussion on nutrition and mental health. Um, because I I, we I know I know we probably barely scratched the surface. So uh make sure to check in on next episode. We're gonna continue with our special guest and and get into more information about nutrition, about your mental health, what changes you might be able to make that's gonna make you feel better. So join us for that on next episode. In the meantime. Change your thinking, change your life, laugh hard, run fast, be kind. I will see you next time.